Hey everybody, welcome back to the All Over Overland podcast. My name is Michael and I do these Overland podcasts and I make these Overland videos and I moved to Alaska. So this year's been crazy. All right, so 2023 is practically over. Um, we're sitting at December 27th today, um, 7th today, and uh, I've got the Oklahoma State Bowl game that I'm going to watch later. Kind of excited about that. A little nervous. Football is kind of a thing for me. So I got that going on. But we're going to talk about kind of, man, I don't know about you guys, but 2023 was full of surprises. Full of them. So I started the 2023 season with a camp on New Year's um, New Year's Day. And so I had great ambition for what was going to happen in Oklahoma. I was going to start going to all the wildlife management areas because there's not enough like dispersed camping. There's not enough remote camping in Oklahoma. And whenever I say enough, there's really not any unless you go to these wildlife management areas. And you've got to check them out because you can't go um, in certain seasons because they are hunting grounds also. And uh, so you got to research that. So that was my goal. I started that camp at uh, uh, Wild Horse Lake um, there in um, kind of outside of El Reno, American Horse. I said Wild Horse. I think it's American Horse Lake. Um, had a blast. It was beautiful. Josh Poindexter, my tattoo guy at Tornado Tattoo. Big shout out to them. Um, him and his wife came with me and we had a good time. And that was going to be the start of that year. And I went out again um, to Call Lake and kind of went discovering that area. It was super cold that night. Had a good time. Videos on the YouTube channel. If you want to go back and check those out, I would appreciate it. And then things started getting crazy. <laughs> started talking about possibly moving out of the state. I still had the more expo ahead of me. Um, started rigs and coffee uh, there in Oklahoma City. Had I think we had well over 150 rigs that first um, time, that first event. And, uh, and like all things, they kind of, the interest kind of loses a little bit and, and that's still going on. Rob's still putting that on with, um, Storm Crow overlanding. So there is still the rigs and coffee in Oklahoma city. Go check it out. I think they did move locations, um, from what I'm told, but I'm not involved with it anymore. So I got it started and then was able to hand that off, which, which worked out beautifully and it's still a thing there. Um, but yeah, so I found out that I was going to be going out of state and I didn't really know where Sarah was wanting to look for a job in another state. She was kind of getting tired of Oklahoma and what Oklahoma had to offer. And to be honest, I kind of feel, felt the same way. Um, I have family, my daughter's still there. So there are a lot of concerns about what we were going to do, how we were going to make this happen. And if everybody was on the same page. So we talked about it for a while, and I talked to Molly about it, and obviously friends and family, and 
and everybody pretty much said, this is an adventure you have to go on. Once we nailed down that it was Alaska, once we just, and Alaska wasn't like in the first rounds of talking about moving out of state, that wasn't where we were thinking. We had our eye on Colorado um, and where else were we looking? Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, we kind of looked at a little bit. Um, Arizona, we looked at a little. So we were looking at adventure playground states. And Sarah's so awesome that she knew that that would make, or that would be the best situation for me. And so that's where she started looking for jobs. And then Alaska popped up. She had a friend um, from Oklahoma that was working up in Alaska as an attorney and said, hey, there's a lot of opportunity. You need to check this out. Well, she checked it out. and Within like three days, they called and said, we need to talk. And I, I don't even think it was three days. I think it was like two, one evening or you know, two full days or something like that. And they, they responded to her. So we had to ask some serious talks about Alaska and that's really far away. And how do we make that happen? And how does that work? And, you know, of course, we're both excited about the opportunities that Alaska could bring us. And we just decided, let's do it. So you can go back and look at some of the videos and, and, and I'm not going to talk on this video totally about the move, but it's a big part of what happened. And it's definitely something that got me to where I am right now. I never saw this coming. I used to always make fun of people or not really make fun of people, but give them a hard time because they got to just drive like out their backyard and they were in a place that people would like to go to. You know, I gave Will a hard time uh, with Venture to Rome because he's able to, you know, within 30 minutes or so be somewhere down a road where he can, down a trail where he can find camp and, and do camp. But then he's also got this whole state to explore that that is pretty much empty. And that's, we were actually looking at, or I was looking at Idaho before, before I even had talked to Will. Um, it, it got on my radar and... And so kind of was looking at that. I'd love to go there and explore someday. But so Alaska ends up being where we land. We had to have the, sh the vehicle shipped. Um, it was going to just take too long to drive the truck up there to be there in time to kind of help Sarah get everything ready. We were on a pretty tight time frame to get up there once we had decided. Um, we were going to both have about a week to get settled from our jobs, you know, by the time we got there to the, the first day we started working. I already had a job lined up and work at Northwood Buildings. We do sheds, cabins, garages, and, uh, and it's been a blessing to be here. But let's talk about what else Alaska offers and what else has been going on. So the YouTube channel kind of got, I don't know that I necessarily made it get quiet, but it's it hasn't been... 100% adventure yet. And a lot of that is just taking this year to kind of get settled into a new place. You know, like, I don't even know where the name of the streets in the neighborhood. You know, like all of that kind of stuff that you, you don't think of whenever you go into a new town. You've got to explore all the back roads, even in that town. So you kind of know, get the lay of the land. And, and everything's different here. Oklahoma's set kind of on a grid as far as the roads and the mapping. And here it's so loosey-goosey. Um, roads wind on forever and go nowhere and all kinds of stuff. And there's not 
there's not really that many roads. Like it sounds, that sounds crazy whenever I say it because of how big Alaska is. But if you go and get the Milepost uh, magazine, it's an Alaskan uh, magazine that that talks about all the all the great highways that you'll want to drive, and it has a milepost. Like for every milepost that there's something to see, it's written in there. So you can basically plan your whole Alaska trip from this milepost book. I picked it up at Barnes & Noble. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. I'm sure you can find it uh, many other places. Um, but I would recommend getting one of those if you're going to come to Alaska because like I said, there's not a whole lot of roads. Like I was surprised how uh, few roads there actually are into the area that we live, which is the Kenai Peninsula, which is south, kind of southwest of Anchorage. Um, you leave directly south from Anchorage and you head towards Girdwood, um, Alieska Ski Resort, which is amazing. Have another story about that later. And then that way you can head towards Whittier, or you can go to Seward, you can go to Hope, um, obviously Soldatna and Kenai, which is kind of the area we're in, and then Homer is on that way. But there's only one road, there's only one highway from Anchorage to all of this, and can cause travel problems. Obviously, a wreck or an avalanche um, can pretty much shut down the road, and you have to wait till it's cleared. We ran into that recently, and I'll tell you about that here in just a little bit. But there's the only one road that comes in here. And as you drive through, you see like street signs. Some roads have street signs and some places have no signs. So for me, that's kind of like, okay, is that a road that I'd go down and get shot? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't explored any of those yet because I just don't know enough. Um, about any of those roads, and a lot of them don't show up on maps, so most likely those are driveways. I'm just treating it like those are driveways um, or just feed into a, a housing community, and there's really not much there until I get somebody to tell me, hey, look, yeah, that's a road that you can go down or, um, or really, really look at it on a map and see how that breaks down. But there's not... The overlanding, I think, is is different than I thought it would be so far. And again, I'm just in the Kenai. I haven't, there's so much here that I haven't really gotten out of this area yet. And I haven't been able to go out as much as I want to because getting settled and, like I said, learning a new town, a new area. But I have gone on a few drives. Um, I would, if you come through here, the Swanson River Road, um, um, just, I guess it's still in Sterling or, or just outside of Sterling to the, to the west side of Sterling is, is a good road. It's a, it's an easy road. Um, any vehicle, two wheel drive, four wheel drive can get down it. You end at the Swanson River. I mean, it's it's like, I guess, a, a recognized area to put in your canoe and do a canoe trail there. I've seen people fish in there. Um, I camped there. My first kind of winter solo camp night was at the end of that road. There's Skelac Lake Road. Um, it's it's a good road that that basically take goes off of the Sterling Highway and then loops back around and catches up with it a little bit later. But it's it's a scenic road. We saw Black Bear. We've seen crazy views. It's a beautiful drive. 
And again, something that you can do with any kind of vehicle. There are a ton of hiking trails off of this. There are a ton of camping spots off of this tra- off of this road. And again, one that that I would recommend over the Swanson River Road. So if you're coming through town and like let's say you're going from um, Seward to Homer, because those are popular vacation places, I would definitely hit the the Skelac Lake Road, and uh, it's right outside of Cooper's Landing. So once you go through Cooper's Landing, you're just a little further um, to the west, and you'll find that. Because um, I don't think I don't think it enters at Cooper's Landing. I think it's just past. Cooper's Landing is a cool place, cool little um, kind of tourist little trap that has um, rafting and places to stay, lodging, and uh, and different things like that. So it's it's beautiful over there. The waters have that glacier water in it, so it's kind of that bluey. But blue, like really, really, really pretty gemstone almost looking blue. It's amazing to see in person. Um, so that's definitely something to hit. Since we've been here, we also um, went to the Exit Glacier, um, and that is down near Seward, and found out that there's a, a, a lot of places that you can camp right on that, um, like... I don't know what the what the river's called, but it, it's fed from the exit glacier. And there's a big river bottom there and a ton of places to camp. But you're camping on big rocks. You know, it looks like every pit of it is, is pretty rocky. And so you're camping on some rocks out there. So just be aware of that. I know 4th of July gets crazy in that area. Um, they've got a big 4th of July party. From what I understand, there's a lot of bikers that show up. So be aware if you go down there. It could get kind of rowdy, <laughs> from what I understand, and uh, and and we've seen. Let's see, Molly and I went to the um, the Sea Life Aquarium there, the Sea Life Center um, there in Seward. We did a whale ride with my sister, whale watching, whale watching tour. So those are you know tourist things. I'm going to do the tourist things because I'm here in Alaska in such a crazy big adventure area, like. To be able to see all of it, I need to do all of the things, the tourist things and the non-tourist things. So I'm trying to get a good mix of that. And there's there's some things that I'm going to do in, in 2024 that I'm really excited about. And I'll hold that a little bit closer to the end to kind of pump that up. But moving here has been, has been a, a big eye-opening experience. I'm going to have to do a new review on my tires because even though I love... These Geolander, um, Yokohama Geolander, what is it, the MT-003 something. Um, it's their mud terrain. I'm not digging them on the slippery stuff at all. Like, they make me nervous. I feel like my truck's sliding around quite a bit, and I don't like it. It's It's a lot easier to drive Sarah's Pathfinder with probably basically the same type of street tires that they came from the factory. It's easier to drive that on these roads than it is on my truck, than it is in my truck. So I'll probably have a tire change once these kind of wear out more and uh, and switch to something else. I don't know if I'll just get winter tires and then have these for summer tires. I don't know if that's what I'll do, but I'm also leaning towards that. A lot of people do that. They'll put studded tires on for the winter because the the roads are just weird. You know, we, we're so cold. We're all, we're mostly always below freezing at least. 
um, here in the summertime or wintertime. I'm sorry. I don't know. I was thinking here in the wintertime and it's been downright dang cold. So the ice doesn't refreeze like it doesn't melt and then refreeze because it's so cold. But the roads still have some slipperiness to them. And so it's weird because I'll see a glaze and I'll think that it's slippery and it's not really that slippery. But, you know, the next time you see a glaze, it is slippery. So I think the studded tires would work out perfectly there in the end. Um, so some things to, to think of. Gas prices, depending on where you're at, are more expensive. I mean, as a whole, they're more expensive than Oklahoma. But I think everywhere in the country was going to be more expensive than Oklahoma. I just put gas in, um, what was that, uh, yesterday. And I paid three thirty four per gallon, but I get um, a discount at a Three Bears gas station because I'm a member and put in my number there. Anyway, every little thing you can do. Um, so it's not expen- as expensive as California, but if you get up further north where it's more isolated, then yes, you're going to pay a lot more. And again, the overlanding is just different. So if you think that you're coming to Alaska and you're going to be all dirt roads and you're going to do this crazy, monstrous, all off-road trip, that's not happening in the Kenai, at least. It may happen in the interior, but here in the Kenai, it's not happening. There's just not enough space, not enough roads. So the Sterling Highway comes into kind of where we live, and then you've got the um, the spur that you can, the Kenai spur that you can take, and then, or you can go, you know, down south to Homer. I did find that there's a few pipeline roads, like four by four pipeline roads is what it say, says on the map. So I'm going to explore those, but I'm going to need a buddy. So hopefully Justin or I'll find somebody else um, that can go with me so that I have, you know, another vehicle for recovery and, and different things like that. But I'm looking forward to doing that here in the spring. And I've got kind of a big project coming up. I'm going to attempt... <laughs> attempt to build a camper for the truck. What, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a wooden slide-in box. It's going to be open on the top, but it's going to have the walls on the side, obviously up towards the, the cab of the truck. It's all going to be a box. I'll have a door on the back, and it's going to be overall just a little taller than the cab of the truck. And then I'm going to put my quick pitch rooftop tent on top of that. And I'm going to cut a hole in the bottom that's big enough to be able to stand up in the pickup bed while the rooftop tent is open and then make panels, you know, like we see with the Ursa Miners or the Go Fast Campers or the Topo Toppers or um, you, you can't, you can, you can pack campers like all of those alley cab like there's a ton at overland like all of those like stand up canopy campers i'm going to build it kind of as a wooden slide in and then i'm going to put an existing rooftop tent on top of that secure it down cut a hole in the bottom there you go i'm going to do a bench inside the bed of the truck my original thought right now is an l-shaped bench and then have a panel that is like a backboard that you can lean on up near the uh, the cab of the truck that will fit in that standing space. So then I can make that whole bottom area cushions or a bed 
that I could possibly see sleep diagonally diagonally on or when Molly comes, she's got her own spot. We don't have to be like touching sleeping bags and all that kind of stuff because for two people, the quick print, the, the quick print where I used to work, the quick pitch tent is a little tight. And I'm a big dude, wide shoulders, all the things. I take up a lot of space. So I don't make sleeping next to me in a basically full size maybe bed. I don't make that easy for anybody. Um, I just don't. I'm, I'm big. Sorry, take up some space. So that's going to make camping a lot easier. Plus, if it's super cold, like right now, I can still camp and use the diesel heater, keep the top down, and have it, and it's going to be insulated. So it's going to be a safer environment for winter camping. So looking forward to getting that project done. Um, hopefully get that done by the spring. Um, Molly will be here for spring break. So if I can get that done before she gets here, that'd be great. If not, it'll be ready for the summer. Got a lot of plans this year. Going to explore a lot. Going to do a lot of driving. Going to do a lot of uh, scouting. One of the things that I want to do is I want to come up with a quote-unquote overland route for the Kenai Peninsula. I want to come up with something that when I've got a buddy that calls me up and says, hey, I'm headed that way, what do I need to do? I'll be able to send him a file that has the map to it. That's, that's my plan, you know, to come up with something that is manageable, that, uh, that I can go ahead and find since I live here. I can drive all the, down all the back roads and find out where the cool and neat things are and let you guys know about it. That's probably going to be something more offered on a Patreon kind of subscription deal or really, really close friends that that call up um, or people that want to go out with me. I'll take them on this. I got I got some ideas and plans when it comes to some of that. So we'll just see what happens there. But there's a lot to see in the Kenai. There's just not a lot of roads. So trying to figure out how to connect some things without having to backtrack as much as possible, that's going to be the hardest part. Um, I think a lot of this you're going to end up backtracking. But I've always said if you go to a trail and run it reverse, it's a totally different trail than you ran it the other way. So keep that in mind. Be open-minded to it. Um, But trying out some new products. Um, Obviously, the diesel heater I've used um, once and out camping, and then I've used a couple times there in the garage. Um, what else do I have that, that's kind of, kind of new? I've got a new fire pit that, and I say it wrong. It begins with an I. I'm not even going to try right now, but it's a fire pit. You've seen it all advertised. Um, but that seems to work pretty good. Um, God, what else? I know that I've got, ooh. One thing that I got recently, well, I got for Christmas, was a trail cam. I know, yeah, a wildlife trail cam. So my idea is that I'm going to put it on the um, the back or somewhere on the truck that I can turn on when I go to sleep and look at in the morning and go, oh, wow, that walked through my camp. I mean, here's the deal. I live in Alaska, and there's all kinds of crazy stuff that could walk through camp that I have no clue. So I think that would just be kind of fun to see what's kind of you know lurking around 
at campsites. I think I, hopefully I'll be surprised and not scared half to death with what I see <laughs> that's out there. I know the things are out there that can kill me and going to be way more prepared for that um, than I ever was in Oklahoma. But it'd be kind of cool to see that. So I'm looking forward to get all of those little things set up. The podcast, I'm back to doing these. Um, Lee and I have talked about, you know, maybe everyone once in a while I'll come on and, and do, a, do a show with him um, on his Overland Radio, um, just kind of as a special guest. But I am going to have um, a spot there where if you go to the Overland Radio website, then you can find all over Overland, and it should be updating with podcasts and with YouTube videos, and I've got to kind of work on that a little bit to get him what he needs, but that's going to be another place that you can find these. Obviously, I'm, I'm here on most platforms when it comes to, to podcasts. I do YouTube videos. I have an Instagram, and then there's the Facebook group um, that I run that is all over Overland. Go check those out if you're interested. I'd appreciate it and keep up with what I've got going on. I'm going to have a complete detailed build like segment video, like probably a series on doing this uh, this camper that I'm going to build. And I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, got some guys here at the shop that, you know, they build sheds all the time. So they're going to help with some of their, you know, pointers and tips when it comes to how to do this. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about kind of all the things that are going on. And I can't believe I'm here. I tell Sarah all the time, like, I can't believe we live here. Um, it's the craziest thing. And how crazy is it, you ask? Well, we went down to Oklahoma for a week um, right there before Christmas. The plan was to fly back, land on the 23rd, stay in Anchorage one night, and then drive back on Christmas Eve, have Christmas at home. That was the plan. Wake up Christmas morning at home. So if there's, there was like a blizzard that came through <laughs> on our way home. And we land in uh, Anchorage. We go to the Airbnb, um, which was an awful experience. It just wasn't what kind of they said it was. So it was, there was a big loud bar right next to us. They were loud all night long, which is fine. They're cool and, and hanging out. I'm not, I'm not saying anything against the, the bar, but nothing like that was in you know, the description. I don't know how you'd put that in. Hey, we're next to a bar. Um, or if I would even catch it, you know, like, hey, it's going to be loud. But, uh, but that wasn't fun. And then we wake up in the morning. We head home. So we're at Girdwood getting gas, getting some snacks. And the guy tells us there's an avalanche at the Sterling Junction. So we had to research that. It was going to take many, 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 many hours and probably not be clear until 8 o'clock. And at that point, it is dark. And driving in the dark is not always the funnest, especially on a snowy-packed, icy road. So we decided that we were going to stay in Girdwood, and we stayed at the Alieska Ski Lodge. And I've got to tell you, I want to go back. <laughs> it was... An amazing experience. We turned, uh, we basically, we definitely made lemonade out of lemons because that experience was phenomenal. The kids loved it. The pool was amazing. 
we ate sushi um, at this little sushi place within the resort. And the, uh, the guy that was our, our chef was right in front of us. We were kind of sitting at the bar area where they have some of the stuff. And so we got to talk to him and he was from Sapporo and I was drinking Sapporo. So it just kind of fit. And we had a great experience. I, I got to say, this is something that stays on our list and is going to be a nice treat for us to go to that's only really about an hour and a half away from where we live. And they've got an unbelievable ski uh, resort there. Um, they've got a you know Nordic wellness spa. They've got all kinds of, of different things, bars, restaurants. Um, it's a cute little community. And I mean, you know, the house is... You know, you can get one for about four million. So, it's a it's a prime real estate area, and it's beautiful, beautiful. Even if you don't go to the uh, the the lodge, if you're not going to stay there, go check out the town of Girdwood. It's really really cool. There's there's like Girdwood, like the new town. I think it's they, they kind of call it like Newtown or the new side of it. And that'd be the place to check out for some restaurants and different things. There's a brewery on their way up there. It's on the Alieska Highway, um, but that leads just right up to the resort. Haven't gone past the resort. We weren't exploring. We were just going. It was a need to stay in the resort. But beautiful. Uh, I do plan to go explore that area a lot more. There's a few roads it looks like I can take and uh, a lot of adventure to be had. Um the avalanche, I think, actually was cleared early in the day. It was cleared, I think, at about 3.30. We were already booked into the hotel. So we were like, you know what? We're just staying here, and we're going we're gonna to be spoiled for an evening. The drive home was pretty easy. It really wasn't too bad. The roads were pretty clear, and, of course, it's Christmas Day. So other than the other people that got trapped <laughs> from the avalanche, there really wasn't that much traffic, and we made it home um, in about... I think about two and a half hours, and it should have taken about an hour and a half from there. Maybe we were about an hour off, I think, but we had to go, you know, pretty slow compared to the speed limit. But that brings us to today. New Year's Eve is around the corner, and we're going to start 2024. 2024, like I said, is going to bring the camper build, it's going to bring more adventures from Alaska, more podcasts, more videos, probably some reviews. I've got um, Colite just sent me some of their driving lights, off-road driving lights. Going to check those out and install those, do a video for them because that is a sponsored um, video. I get the product, I do a video for them. So looking to do maybe a few more of those. And, uh, and then I've got another a heater that may be coming my way. Um, I've talked to the company that's just starting and they are looking for some people to test them out. I said, Hey, <laughs> I live in Alaska, maybe a good place to test those out. <laughs> they agreed. So once they get ready to start, uh, sending these out to some influencers, so to speak, then, then it looks like they'll be sending one my way. So Yeah. 2024 is going to be awesome. I am super excited. I hope you're excited. And if you're listening listening to this, and if you're going to be coming to this area in Alaska in 2024, send me a message. Um, you can either do that through, I, I, I'm not sure that you can do that through the podcast, but um, you can send me an email at the allover overland at gmail.com 
or you can message me through Facebook at the All Over Overland uh, page. You can send the comments or whatever in um, Instagram or all the different things. But yeah, if you're coming up here, reach out to me. And if I can work it in a schedule, I want to go and try and do a camp with you. Um, at least one night you're coming through. And if not, I can maybe do more or just say hi to you and maybe get a beer or coffee. So yeah, 2023 is done. It's over. It's finished. It feels weird. I live in Alaska. (laughs) We moved here June 8th. So it's been, you know, six months roughly that we've been here. And it feels like home. I, I can't. I can't explain it in all of the words, the way, it, the way it feels to be here. Sarah loves it. The boys love it. Molly is, you know, just excited every time she comes up here and thrilled to be here and see all this stuff and amazed. She loves going on drives with me, which, you know, in Oklahoma, she was like, okay, sure. Or no, I'm going to stay home. But here it's like, yeah, let's, she's the one like, hey, let's go drive. Let's go for a drive. That's how big of an impact it's even making on her life already. She, she loves doing the out, going outside and doing the outside stuff. And she is an indoor girl that likes talking to her friends, playing video games, doing art, playing instruments. And when she gets here, she is like, let's do the outside stuff. She went kayaking with my sister. She's done all kinds of craziness. Anyway, you guys, oh yeah. I forgot to tell you, I'm also going to be adding, hopefully, (laughs) we started taking um, cross-country ski lessons, and it's a blast. We we don't have our own set. We had to rent them, so hopefully I can get a good, decent set for a cheap price because, you know, we're not rolling in the money, and then I'm going to bring some cross-country skiing um, to some of the videos and even take you a little further than where the truck can go. And it's just a good alternative to hiking in the wintertime. And cross-country, you can do pretty much anywhere. So, yeah, there's a lot. Mountain biking's coming up, like all the things. All the things. I need to get a kayak to go rafting. Like, I, there's so much stuff to do. Fishing. Hunting. May get into hunting. My boss is an avid hunter, so maybe that'll get me kind of into that and uh, go get you know some some meat to to eat that I that I took. I don't know. We'll see. Super excited, and I will see you guys, or at least talk your ear off next year. You guys, I love you so much. Thank you for all your support. The people that you know, that I know, know that listen to this, that, that comment, that tell me, hey, keep doing this. I appreciate you guys. You guys have been so supportive through the move, so supportive of everything that I've tried and, and done. And it's your feedback that helps me know if I'm doing things, going down the right path for, for the channel, but also showing you guys what I want to show you, what I want you to see, what I think you might like. So here's to 2023. It's in the books. 2024, we're coming to get you. I hope that it's going to be a good year for all of us. 
I wish you guys the best. Happy New Year. And whatever you do, make sure that you go all over. Thank you.